for this upcoming episode. I went through a couple old articles and it was just fun reading what I had written years ago for the newspaper for the Visalia Times Delta. And there was a couple things there I wanted to share with you. I just want to say thank you to Roland Williams and Verl Meredith, two different people. Uh, on May 16th, 2001, Roland Williams, he wrote to the Visalia Times Delta and said that he liked what I had written. And I wrote a letter to the editor. And then Verl Meredith on May 30th, 2001, she had said, you know, in the newspaper as well, that she liked what I had written as well. And they wanted to see more of what I thought about Visalia. And then two months later, that's when I was um, later added to the impact team. The impact team was the teen interns and we were reporters um, later for other newspapers, some of these kids, and they were my friends. So shout out to the impact team. You guys rock. And I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to my friends and interview people who are new in a different light. I went to Golden West in uh, 2002 and I actually interviewed somebody and she's very uh, dear and near to my heart. She, she, her name is Anna Gonzalez and at the time she was a junior and she had shared with Visalia Times Delta, Anna Gonzalez, that her resolution for 2002 was, I have to learn to think before I speak said Gonzalez, 16. I want to look at the good things in life and smile back. I want to be a very happy person. So it's let's think about those words from Anna Gonzalez and may she rest in peace. Anna passed away November 9th, 2013. And I'm just fortunate that I'm able to, um, to have seen that. Thank you. Hey everyone, this is Jill Gearn. I know you're probably expecting to hear from Jessica right now, but we're switching roles today. Again, my name is Jill and you are listening to Visalia Podcast. And instead of your host, Jessica, asking me questions, we're going to start out with myself asking Jessica Rivera questions. Jessica, how are you doing today? Hey everyone, this is Jessica Rivera. Hi, Jill. Hi, this is really cool. I'm super excited that you asked us or you asked me to do it this way because, you know, I do have a background in journalism. I went to school at Emerson College in Boston, uh, majored in journalism, and now I'm the play-by-play broadcaster for the Visalia Rawhide. That's how you and I met. So I'm really excited to kind of switch the roles here and interview you instead of you asking me questions. Oh, I know. I know. And this is kind of cool. I'm, I'm actually relaxed here. Um, this is my second time being interviewed for a podcast, so I'm excited. So take it away, Jill, and and I'm excited too to see Rawhide back in action. By the way, so just on that note, I know, yeah, we're definitely waiting for baseball to get back. You know, right now I do hope everyone's staying safe and staying healthy, but um, you know, I want this interview and this podcast to kind of get everyone away from the reality that is the world right now. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Jessica, let's talk about first, like your inspiration of starting the podcast, because there's always some kind of cool, cool story behind these. (laughs) Well, everyone probably knows by now I was a 
an intern first, um, and then a reporter for the Visalia Times Delta. So I started that in, and I was looking back at the old articles, right, Jill? Yeah. And the first time I submitted a piece was actually a letter to the editor. So do you know what those are? Yeah, yeah. So you basically, it's like an opinion piece kind of thing, and you're writing a letter to the editor, and you're making suggestions or saying that you liked a, a certain piece that was edited, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And it was 2001. So there was no MySpace. There was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. So, and I don't know. That's for me. I mean, Laura um, from she works at Quilta now, Laura Flores McCusker. I mm-hmm. saw her out and she told me and this was like a, mm, a couple months after my podcast because I, I was premier podcast for Visalia. I created the first mm-hmm. podcast that was Visalia focused, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then after that, uh, podcast started popping up and I honor them. That's awesome. Anyone who wants to create a podcast, please do so. And especially mm-hmm. if it's about Visalia, do it. I want to hear your perspective. Yeah. Um, so, Laura, she told me, Jessica, she goes, I'm going to tell you something. And I was like, you know, what's cool? I worked with Laura at the Visalia Times Delta. So I've known her for almost in like almost 20 years. And she said, Jessica, um, you're a trailblazer. And I was like, oh, I know I'm a trailblazer. You know, I went to Golden West. <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, no, you're a trailblazer. You're doing something no one else is doing here. And that was in 2018. And I just want to give, you know, a credit to due. Thank you, Laura, for that shout out to me um, via messenger on Facebook. She sent me a message saying, hey, I like what you're doing with a podcast. And then she saw me in person and said, I'm trailblazing. We need those women in our lives, right, Jill, to mm-hmm. inspire us? Right, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's the people that are being trailblazers, that are doing something new. It's more than just they're fulfilling something within themselves, but they're also helping fulfill something in the community and in society because we need people who will be the first to do something. We need those type of people here. And obviously you're one of them. And I kind of want to talk about, I I saw you post somewhere that someone called you Visalia obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that's a good thing. You know, that's how you get this podcast going. That's how you are so... I mean, you're so much fun to be around and you just take genuine interest in people when you first meet them and you want to get to know more (laughs) about them and their perspective on Visalia, how they came to Visalia. So why, what about Visalia is so special to you? Oh man, I've been, I've traveled a lot. I mean, Mm. I've been to Italy and, and I, I like going up and down California and I've been to Vegas. My friend, he works, used to work for MGM Grand and he would, have us go over and be like, hey, you want to see Busta Rhymes? I'll get you on the list. And, you know, I had the VIP Vegas style life. Uh-huh. So whenever I come home to Visalia, I mean, I went to Fresno State. So I I, I love being near Visalia. I like coming back home mm-hmm. because it gives me that that feeling of, of just a different feeling than anywhere else. I've gone to Irvine. The only place I can compare Visalia to is like Irvine, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the whole you do you care about people when you meet them you i i love asking people hey you know oh so where are you from because it matters yeah yeah it's all about their background and i'm not sure if you've been watching um any of the documentaries during your um stay at home order and everything (laughs) but i've been watching the um michael jordan documentary 
And mm. what I love about it is just how in depth they go into him, his family. You j- you truly don't know someone unless you know the the details of their background, how they grew up, and things like that. So. Mm-hmm. For you, obviously, that's why you asked people, where are you from? And for you, you love Visalia. It's where you're from. What? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase the question properly. But, you know, you said you've traveled a lot and you had opportunities to live outside of Visalia, whether it's Vegas or Fresno, which I know is close. But what do you think is that thing that keeps pulling you back to Visalia? Well, my dad, he's a Vietnam veteran. Okay. And he told me that he wanted to do better for his family and himself. Mm-hmm. So he moved to Visalia. And he always taught me to respect Visalia since I was growing up. Um, not to litter and to um, just when you're out, you wave and say hi. And I've noticed that I go to other towns and it's different, of course. And I respect that. And I love that. I mean, I love going to, um, to like Richmond up north. I love the Bay Area. But when you come to Visalia, it's just different. And I want to keep that tradition alive. And I want to raise my kids to see that Visalia is a great place. I, I've heard many times people bringing down Visalia. Mm. And it's like, what did Visalia do to you? You know, like... <laughs> I understand people have their circumstances. I have my circumstance. I could totally just not think good of Visalia because they don't have Disneyland, right? right. Oh, the, Visalia doesn't have Disneyland. Visalia do- but at the end of the day, is it worth it to complain about what we don't have? No, I focus on what we do have. And the parks are amazing. I grew up at these parks. I grew up at these schools. I went to Visalia School District and I respect the community and I just want to always give them a platform, a place where they can come and tell their story. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you said, you know, sometimes people will put down Visalia or people won't really appreciate it for what it's worth. And, you know, I'm not from here. I'm originally from Hermosa Beach, California. And, um, you know, grew up there. It's gorgeous. It's It's a beach town, but it's connected to a bunch of other beach towns where it's really more like a city and it's super close to L.A. and it's part of the L.A. counties. And then I've also lived in Atlanta and in Boston. And so moving to Visalia, it, that was a culture shock for me. It's very different. <laughs> and it's not that Vis- I don't consider Visalia a small town by any means. I mean, it's a huge population. I'm just comparing it to where else I've lived. And it's more of a small, you know, very, um, you know, ag heavy. And but I feel like there's so much Visalia pride. And I didn't feel that growing up in Hermosa Beach. And, you know, I'm not putting either one of them down I love Hermosa that's yeah. where I'm in right now for this stay-at-home order and but I do love living in Visalia and that's what drew me to broadcasting as I wanted to travel I wanted to live in these different places but I love how much pride there is in Visalia and then especially with me working at the Rawhide there's so much pride surrounding the Rawhide too with how much oh history gosh, there is. is there so I want I'm interested in like your perspective with the Rawhide but first I want to dive a little bit deeper <laughs> into this podcast so you sent me a list of all the people you've interviewed so far you know you told me you've kind of this is pretty much a full list might be a few people missing but I mean season one you interviewed five people and then season two 
there's like 30 on this list so what <laughs> so what was it about season two where it just blew up did you were you able to put more time into it or what was it you know what i was feeling good and it's all based on my family life and my kids um i have three kids okay and then um i had three children i had surgeries with that i mean i'm not gonna get too personal i'm actually dealing with some stuff right now so okay. i'm so sorry to a lot of projects i've been i've had to put on hold just because physically i haven't been able to do as much mm-hmm. um actually my yoga i can't do as much of my yoga as i used to and you know oh, i love my yoga tough. yeah so that's what it's based on so during that time um that's when i was able to have my my dad help me with the kids and um, my aunt and my my um, my he was my boyfriend then my husband now he helped me with the kids a lot so when people help me or if I'm able to hire a babysitter and um, that's when I'm able to get out more into the community so the beginning I was actually dipping my toe into it right that's why mm-hmm. there was just a couple of them yeah and then I just it just took off and what's crazy is it could have uh, you know been a lot bigger mm-hmm. but I decided to focus on video and that's when I started to um, do more video and focus on my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So now I do my podcast, but I also um, add in some YouTube and and then I I like to type a lot. Um, Well, I sound old now, right? I like (laughs) to write. I like to to express myself with writing. And so I'm writing some articles now with my photography. Oh, awesome. And I, I know you're really active on Instagram too, your Instagram lives and everything. So kind of diving into that, obviously your your background is there is journalism based. So how much is this? And, and, you know, I went to school for journalism. So for those of you listening who don't have a journalism background, a lot of journalists kind of have this need inside of them to <laughs> like put information out there. They want to get as much information as possible and put that in. Others like to have a creative outlet and that's how they do it. So how much of this is kind of like you want to put information out there? How much of it is you kind of need this to, you know, I guess like give you a good mental health space? Like like what what, what is yeah, it yeah. that made you need this? Okay, so in 2003, um, actually, I wrote an article um, with some other former reporters from the newspaper, mm-hmm. and it's it was titled um, "Visalia Teens Do Not Blame Arab, Arab Americans," right? Mm-hmm. And so, ever since then, I've I've talked to people about real issues in Visalia, mm-hmm. and people would always come up to me ever since I've worked in the newspaper, and they still do now. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I, I actually tell people, call the newspaper. You know, they'll <laughs> come up to me and go, Jessica, um, this and this is going on, this and this. I'm like, well, call Visalia Times Delta, and they look at me. And they're like, no, we want you to do a podcast. I'm like, no, just call the newspaper. <laughs> so since then, I've always had that desire in me to provide um, news to people. And and to me, newsworthy means current right now. What's going to help you this second today, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to, in 2001, I wrote this article about helping the needy during the holidays. Okay. And I focused on Visalia Emergency Aid, Sister Ursula's Kitchen. Visalia Rescue Mission. So you can see that for a long time, Visalia and and what's important to them 
has always been important to me. And it's funny, I tell Emmanuel, my husband, sometimes I feel like Moana Visalia because he <laughs> calls me, right? Like helping Visalia. Yeah. No, that, that's great though, because again, like I kind of talked about some journalists have the inner need and everyone has a calling in life and you might figure it out later or your calling might change. But for you, your calling seems like it's been fairly consistent. Has it ever changed for you? Do you think your calling has ever changed? Oh, yes, actually, I stopped working for the newspaper because I went to school to become a teacher. Okay. And I took like a pause and it was nice because... I'm going to be honest, Jill. Um, I would, I went to Arby's one time and I was with my boyfriend and his mom mm-hmm. and the Arby's worker saw me sign my signature, you know, my um, debit card, you know, the, the receipt. Yeah. And then they go, oh, um, you're Jessica Delgado. Oh, I know you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But the thing is, it was happening a lot often here in Visalia where people would like notice me and it was nice, but I was how old? I was like, 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, Paisley and Lone Star and going. To their concerts and photographing. Right. And getting backstage access to everything. Um, my my husband, he was like, oh, must be nice. Because <laughs> I told him in high school, I was able to go to any theater and see any movie and not pay. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of like jaded my mind as a teen and i don't think anybody even really you I mean can you imagine jill i mean you hear about these like the celebrity kids right, right. Like, partying when they're 12 uh-huh. and 13 and so me i was i mean interviewing bob link you know I was right how 15 16 years old and meeting these people and this pressure was put on my shoulders i mean that was hard. I had to make sure that the names are spelled correctly, that I knew who the, I was talking about, that the information was correct. Mm-hmm. So when I was given the chance and and I I didn't have to pay for, um, you know, going to front of the state, um, you know, I was able to work hard my grades to apply and get, you know, grants and all mm-hmm. that. So when I was given that, that opportunity, Jill, I took it. And I'm so thankful I went to Fresno State and and got my degree in the arts and liberal education, you know, liberal studies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did change for a minute. And then what changed you back? Did you did you ever use that degree in teaching in any way? Um, yeah, I went I did my I did substituting okay. and then I went and taught high school English and I, you know, I was a tutor and okay. I did reading instruction. I mean, I did a lot in the education field. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think to me, that is a passion that will never end. I love reading about education and all that, you know? Right. Well, I think a part of your podcast and the writing that you do, the photography, it is educating people. It's just not in the traditional sense of a teacher-student type thing, you know? And Mm. so I think that's really cool too. But what made you then switch back to the journalism aspect, the podcast and all of that, what's switched? Well, <laughs> you want to hear the truth? Okay, so I was, I, I wanted to start a blog for Visalia, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, blogs, you know, it doesn't really seem what I want to do. You know, I wanted to do something different. <laughs> and at the time I was listening to tons of podcasts and there was this podcast I liked, it was called The Model Health Show. And um, it's a really cool podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard it. And after I heard his podcast for a couple, you know, years, 
and of these other podcasts, I go, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Well, my brother, my brother, actually, Frank Delgado, shout out to him. He was a, um, a radio DJ host for KCQ here in Visalia. Okay. And he was like the prime time, you know, this Friday, Friday night, yep. prime time DJ. So I would spend Friday evenings with my, my brother. My parents were members of the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So they'd be out doing their thing Friday night. Mm-hmm. And so that put that bug in me to do um, like radio. And so I called my brother up and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm kind of interested in doing radio. I just want to talk about Visalia and the restaurants. I want to do what I used to do for the Times Delta, but in audio. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what, Jessica? Hit up the station and you can go out there once a week. You can record a show. But I have three kids and it's hard, you know, yeah. to um, get them all ready, take them to the babysitter. I mean, for me, this whole quarantine working at home has worked out amazing for me. <laughs> I'm doing a lot more. Right. And so I go, you know, I need to do something different. And so my brother, actually, him and I started recording some podcasts. And then my friend, another ex um, reporter for by Silly Times Delta, Mark Devon, <laughs> shout out to him. He told me, Jessica, put some people on your show because I'm, I'm always asking for feedback, right? right? How do I make this better? And if if me talking less <laughs> is, is what you want, I'll do it. I mean, it's a lot to, and you can vouch for me when you have a business that needs your voice constantly. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it, it takes a lot out of you. I mean, I'm, you have the adrenaline rush, but you, but afterwards you're just so tired still. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. And I tell people, text me, email me, and they'll call me. And I'm like, please understand. Don't take it personal. (laughs) I'm going to lose my voice, you know? Yeah. But my brother um, and Mark Devon and then Laura McCusker, um, all the different feedback has created the podcast, what it is now. Um, And the the reason I went back to it is just because it called me. And that's why I said it's kind of like Moana. People (laughs) were going to me and saying, Jessica, um, who do you recommend for hotels? Who do you recommend for Mexican food? Who, who has the best michelada? And it was just coming so constant. And I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to make a podcast. And then I did it. And then people started listening and following. And I've been out at the farmer's market. And this woman's like, hey, you're Vicelius podcast, huh? And I'm <laughs> like, huh? So that's like kind of funny. Um, this man, Don Don Holzine, I think his name. He's really famous in Visalia. He saw me. And he's like, "Hey, hey, Visalia, hey, Visalia." And I was like, "Are you calling me Visalia?" That's that's fun though. That's the thing. That's that's the part that is is cool, and people recognize your voice. And, and you know, it's something that you've kind of been dealing with since you were what 15, 16. People would recognize your name, and and it's an interesting thing to, especially in your hometown too. It's it's I think it's a cool aspect. Um, I want to focus on, I believe this was your first interview, Dolores Huerta. She was your first interview, right? Is that right? Um, she was, well, she wasn't my first, but she was probably like one of the big, you know, the big hitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how was that? Were you nervous? I mean, you're, you're a journalist. You've been interviewing people <laughs> for a long time, but this is like, this is your baby. This is your thing. This yeah. isn't an article for Times Delta, this isn't a blog, like this is something that you started, you put your blood, sweat and tears into, and this is your first like bigger interview. How, how was that for you? Well, I first wanna say thank you to all my editors at the Visalia Times Delta when I was a teen. Um, I mean, even my, my coworkers like Amy Pack and Jim Houck and 
my editor, Marty Burleson. I'm constantly thinking of all these people when I go out to interview someone or when I'm, you know, out doing something that's Visalia's podcast related mm -hmm. because I don't have a team, right? Telling me, Jessica, change that, do this, don't like this, you okay. know? So I kind of have to take on those roles. So when I was editing the podcast, I wanted to make sure it was true to form. I didn't want to take too much out. Because a lot of things were said on that podcast that were like, wow, you know, if if I heard it and I was, I don't know, on the other side, right? I'd be like, oh my goodness, Jessica. So that's like the scary part is when I talk to people who I know are going to say something, right? Mm -hmm. That can rock the boat. Yeah. People see me as I'm agreeing with them. And I tell them, look, I am biased. I have to stay biased. I um, put out there what people say. So I was nervous in that aspect because I didn't know what she was going to say on my podcast, but I wanted to still put something out there that was true, you know? Right. No, I, I definitely get that because sometimes when I interview players, I, I have a few players um, for the Rawhide who are, you know, like wild cards where I know they might say something <laughs> kind of controversial, but you still need to give them that voice and that ability to do that because what th their opinions are valid their feelings are valid whether or not you agree with them or someone else agrees with them it's still a valid point you know so it, it is hard to deal with that um yeah and she has like a movie made about her so right. it's like <laughs> and, and, and like you you can't tell her don't touch on these topics <laughs> or don't do that that's not because that's not what journalism is and it's no that that's otherwise it's forced you know otherwise it's scripted so it's that's right. really cool so again, you have so many interviews on here, whether it's people, whether it's um, you just have, you know, like Kawia Delta listed or Visalia Chamber of Commerce, that kind of thing. Habitat for Humanity. And, you know, you're in season four right now. So how much I don't want to go like too deep into this, but how much has this like stay at home order affected your ability to like help Visalia get the word out about Visalia? How's how has it affected you? Well, you know. Um, it's it was it was a lot at first mm -hmm. and I said I'm gonna focus on the positive because I know that when people worry or you have anxiety or depression it's because you're worried about the past or the future right and so I'm trying to really live in the moment so like right now I'm talking to Jill from Rawhide like how cool is that <laughs> you know like wow by Celia's podcast what a better way to celebrate two years than with you, you know, mm -hmm. and I really do focus on being happy because I am happy. Um, and that's what I want to bring with this, this podcast is just happiness. And mm -hmm. so, um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you're, I mean, you're we're obviously still doing it, so it's not affecting you too much. You're still getting content out there and trying to yeah, bring happiness to people. Oh, yeah. Where, where do you see actually, this going? Oh, go ahead. I was just actually, I've, I've done a lot better now because I don't have to drive my kids to school <laughs> and then sit there um, and be with them at school because I homeschool. Mm -hmm. And then we don't go to the library now. I don't go downtown where we have we have a, a automotive business, Emmanuel's Automotive, uh -huh. um, across from Zaya's. So I don't go, I don't go to the shop. I mean, I stay home. Mm -hmm. And so my husband goes to work. He's essential, so he has to go. And 
So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten so much more done. Um, people say it's it's not good to be busy. It's good to be productive. And that's what I do. I'm being I'm being productive right now. And that's what I'm doing. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so any moms out there who are worried, like, how can I turn my passion into a business? That's what I do with mothers. I see what they're good at, what I would pay them for. And I tell them, look, if you just are consistent and you're calling people and you're taking pictures and you're posting online what you do, the business will happen for you. And it's not going to happen fast. I mean, here's two years later. And now um, I have like these legit sponsors who pay me, you know, to put their logo on my content. Mm -hmm. That wasn't overnight. And if I didn't stay um, true to myself and what I stand for. And that's, that's, I love Icelia. Do you know how many people, Jill, have made fun of me to my face? And they're like, <laughs> really? Jessica, why are you so like upset? And the thing is, they'll use obsessed good or bad. Mm. And the reason I made the shirt was because Rosalinda, she meant it in a good way. It right. was in a podcast interview. But I've had people who are like, Jessica, you're like really into Icelia. You're obsessed with it. And I'm like, uh, I live here. This is where my kids live. My father lives here. I'm going to be there's, here for a long time. Well, there's <laughs> there's there's no reason to be, you know, hating on people for having a passion. Like what like your passion is nothing but good. It doesn't bring any negativity into this world. So why are people judging you for that? You know, that's mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense. It'd be like, why are you so obsessed with Venice, Italy? Well, because it's a <laughs> cool town, man. Like It's same with Visalia. You know, you you've lived here pretty much your whole life. Your dad has been here. You know Visalia like the back of your hand. So of course you're going to love it. Of course you're going to want to talk about it and you're going to help people learn. So you know, there's there's no reason to be hating on people's passions like that. <laughs> um, so final question from me for this, you know, kind of turnaround interview here on your podcast. Where do you see or where do you hope that this podcast will go? Well, before all of this, um, we actually had some news that we announced at the Visalia Latino Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. And that's with Oscar de Leon. And Oscar, he is a um, videographer. He was with Univision and Channel 47, ABC 30, KMPH. Mm-hmm. And he's been around since like the 60s, you know, filming everything, which what and not. And he's actually filmed some stuff, some footage for Cesar Chavez. Um, he was in his documentary. Okay. He's my mentor. He's the one who I talked to throughout these past, you know, weeks, staying home. He checked on me. Hey, Jessica, how are you doing? Um, I like what you're posting. Stay positive, you know. Um, I mean, he talks to Liz Gonzalez, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that I have him to help me with this next project. We're going to be um, hopefully getting a channel, not hopefully, but well, I mean, hopefully because of quarantine, you know, Yeah. but we're, we're going to, it's going to happen. We're going to be getting a channel on Comcast and we're going to get some hours. So by Silly's podcast, we'll be able to be on cable. That's great. Yeah. Just kind of, that'll just expand your audience more and, you know, be able to share your passion and share your love and everything. So that's great, Jessica. Do you have any other like last minute things you want to talk about or anything because again that's kind of like all my prepared questions for Mm -hmm. you no I just want to say um thank you to the recent donors who um donated to my my birthday fundraiser I would say Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that I get their names out there because do you know on Facebook how you can raise money yeah yeah the the fund those fundraisers 
Okay, so I'm going to make sure I say thank you to them because I put it out there for $200 to raise and I met my goal. I didn't want to do too too much, but I wanted to still do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So this is to George, Brittany, Elisa, Michelle, Michaela, Chuck, and the Pickle Deli. They donated to the Deaf and Hard of Hearing Service Center. So thank you to all of those amazing people. And the Deaf and Hard of Hearing Service Center... De- deaf and hard of hearing service center they help um people with any questions that you may have and if you were like a hearing aid right or if you feel like you are losing your hearing uh give me a call and i'll help you out that's awesome that's great that you hit your goal and you know it, it, like you said you didn't want to ask for a lot of money from people but just kind of putting that kind of stuff on people's radar and letting them know that there's ways for them to help people is the first step in getting help and helping people so that's yeah. awesome yeah in 2003 that was the first time i um wrote about the deaf community here in visalia and that article was teen shatters stereotypes about deafness mm-hmm. and it was about a teen girl nicole hurt and she would go out dancing salsa mm-hmm. and because she felt the vibrations you know mm-hmm. she was deaf but she felt it so yeah i i've been supporting the deaf community for a long time and I hope whoever's listening to this, if you can donate on Tuesdays, it's Giving Tuesdays. Um, You know, even $5, it means a lot to them because they help parents who have deaf kids learn sign language. That's great. Yeah. And I mean, especially right now with everything going on, a lot of nonprofits are struggling. So if you are able to, if you're still, you know, blessed and still working, make sure you go and support all of those um, nonprofits that you, whatever one that you personally want, things like that, and give blood. Everyone really needs help right now. So if you're blessed, still try to give back to the community. Yeah. And actually, I'm wearing the this California League Champions, the 2019 mm-hmm. Rawhide shirt right now. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to Rawhide. And I I hope the, <laughs> the next time I see a baseball game, I can have a little icy and my hot dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. We're all hoping that baseball comes back. But, yeah, the Raw Hider, you know, the 2019 California League Champions, the championship last year that broke a 41-year championship drought in Visalia. And, you know, hopefully we'll get baseball back this season and pretty soon so we can all be distracted from all this stuff going on because baseball is definitely my outlet and my passion. Well, Jill, thank you. I had so much fun. And man, girl, (laughs) I'm like, start your podcast, Jill. I'll totally listen. (laughs) Thanks, Jess. I appreciate it. All right, Visalia. I'll talk to you guys later. So Jill and I, we talked a lot and it's nice. I like being able to tell my story and just help you to understand that Visalia's podcast to me, it's very special. So when you listen to Visalia's podcast, it takes me a a while, a couple hours to create a podcast that I feel like is perfect for you. And I try to publish right now uh, one podcast a week. And I have a couple people scheduled to interview with Visalia's podcast, and I'm excited. So thank you so much for listening. And I put in the post, this was on five days ago, okay? And I said that the next episode of Visalia's podcast, which would be this one you just listened to, 
I'll be reflecting back on these last two years as a producer for Visalia's podcast and what I've learned from each of my podcast guests. Now, we didn't talk about all the guests because there was a lot and we know that that would take a lot of time. So what I'm going to do is actually create some podcasts um, from here until June 27th. And these will just be a special podcast aside from the interviews with the community members talking about my reflection on these interviews with the guests. And I also said I'll also be talking about my personal experience throughout these last eight weeks as a journalist for our community. Now, as as a journalist, I have seen so much happen online with media and people feeling like they can't trust the media. And I really want people to trust Visalia's podcast. So that's what I've learned as a journalist, to stay true to your word, check your sources and uh, double check when you can, when it comes to you know, trusting which articles to read and who to give your energy to. I've been focusing on staying positive and focusing on small businesses and who to support. So that's what I've been trying to do uh, these last eight weeks. And then businesses who've been supporting Visalia's podcast. Well, basically all the businesses that I post about on my Instagram page. And I just want to say a shout out to my sponsors right now. We have Soy Oler. Red, white, and blue car wash, mobile car wash. We also have Kelly Clean pressure wash. And um, we have Emmanuel's Automotive. He is Visilia's mechanic on Instagram. And I just want to say thank you to those amazing people. And we also have the Visalia Latino Rotary Club. They're also sponsors. And they meet once a month. They're holding their club meetings online with Zoom. So if you're interested in joining the Visalia Latino Rotary Club, just send me a DM, email me, and I'll get you that information. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and subscribing and liking and sharing and commenting. I really do appreciate it. Valley Strong, Visalia Strong, Health, Wealth, Community. You know, that's what Visalia's podcast stands for.